change our intro music i don't know i like it i have no problem with that uh, with changing it or keeping it or, or uh, either one yeah I, we've got so much good music coming out of this church maybe we should right. you know look at use i don't know i like this intro I, I have a feeling a lot of people probably use this intro i thought so too i've heard Since one it's the default button yep. that comes with the equipment <laughs> and it's like number one too <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> It was like 15 or 16, this was number one, but uh, anyway, welcome, this Josh. This is podcast intro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we're back again. Yes. Excited After about After a, a, a three-week hiatus. Three hiatus. Unplanned. We, we never know. Yep. You know, things pop up with uh, both of us, and your, your, uh, your schedule has been really hectic in the last uh, three weeks, for sure. Yes. Uh, so, and um, mine has been... I, I guess open, but if it's not, if we don't get this uh, timetable like we normally do Thursday morning, it's tough. It's tougher for me to to, yeah. to meet. But we're here today. Yep, fantastic. You've gotten over some lumps or some humps in your uh, professional uh, life, at least yes. some of them. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if they'd be called lumps or just very, very large bites to, to swallow. Just there, large projects that have taken a lot of time. There you go. Yeah, what I said sounded negative, and it wasn't <laughs> negative at all. It was because you're yeah. so popular in what you do, and you're so, so in, in uh, uh, people desire you to engineer for them. So right. big, big projects is a better way of putting it. And we have had some, man, Easter Yes, we've had some big events in the in, in the meantime. <laughs> it's, whenever you're at a church, you work at a church, or you volunteer at a church, Easter is a huge time. I don't yes, know if people is. understand that. It's the resurrection of our Savior, Josh. Yep. And we celebrate that. My goodness gracious, do we. I remember one, one of the first like big Easter productions I remember uh, being a kid, a uh, church I went to back in Texas. They wanted to do uh, an Easter play that was based on a, a script from... Remember the old um, uh, uh, Adventures in Odyssey? Yes. Um, they wanted to do an Easter version uh, of that. Okay. And they needed uh, an imagination station, mm. like this time machine type thing that was in there. And so here I am, teenage Josh, um, who I guess my reputation had had extended <laughs> beyond my my influence and people knew that i was a nerd that liked to build stuff okay and so i just got mm-hmm. asked randomly by this guy he's like hey i have the huge refrigerator box you think you can turn that into a time machine i'm like sure i guess i'll give it a shot you know and uh you know i, I homeschooled so you know i, I could my my schooling was portable so my mom uh, brought me to brought me to church every day and i slowly transformed this thing into uh, a time machine with like lights and electrical hookups and you know all kinds of stuff that's good to where you know the guy you know during the uh during the uh easter uh whatever his the guy who played um uh wit I guess the character. Yes, yeah. right. He mm-hmm. would go in there, and I had a whole box wired up with light switches. He'd just flick them all on, and the whole <laughs> thing would like light up and start spinning and making noises and all this stuff. And that was the imagination nice. station. And I, was, I was probably maybe like 15. 
So it was like one of my first commissioned engineering projects. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And I think it's still in an attic somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Church. It's too nice to. Because I, I had framed out the inside with wood, you know, like wood studs. <laughs> and, they didn't know who they were asking, did they? <laughs> it, it grew into a larger project, I thought, but I was just having fun with it. That's cool. <laughs> I came to church every day with my school books and a big toolbox. <laughs> That kid is weird. Yeah. <laughs> just just let him keep going. That's right. He doesn't get in trouble. He doesn't curse much, so he's right. <laughs> just let him go. Uh, hey, Josh, we got Easter was, was something. I'll do a quick <clears throat> overview of my experience of, uh, of uh, the Easter sunrise celebration, S-O-N, sunrise celebration down at the Wahoo Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's our baseball stadium here in Pensacola, Florida. What? Double, triple? I don't know. It's a uh, minor league team, I'll just say. Uh, I'll take your word for that. Yeah. You're asking an engineer I, a I sports forgot. question. Right, so, that's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the Blue Wahoos. Um, and he's a colorblind engineer. So, <laughs> yeah. Could be the Green Wahoos as far as they're <laughs> But we, we have it down at the stadium, and it's a beautiful place. I mean, it's yes. manicured, beautiful. <clears throat> and uh, in the past, we've had, you know, playing around with like 5,000 people that come down there. It's, right. it's almost to capacity. And my um, uh, my job this year was to be one of the volunteer photographers, one of the three photographers. So as such, I didn't sit and, and experience the event but in a way, I experienced it more intimately than most people do because I'm looking at it through the perspective of a camera lens, you know, almost one, two people at a time. Right. And uh, it's a very unique way of seeing big events. And I was also there for Saturday, the setup, and um, saw how, um, how everything worked and kind of documenting that. <clears throat> and this year was the first year that we actually went live um, worldwide yeah. streaming live and that brought a whole bunch of more a whole bunch of is that a southern term brought a, a a whole new um whole new perspective to and a whole new group of people to the event right i, I was able now, to now we've been live before right but just not on such a grand scale right we, uh, we didn't stream live right we were, we were uh, we streamed live this year all over the world mm-hmm. uh, on Apple TV and um, YouTube, er, er, just everywhere you would normally see something right. live. So, uh, uh, you know, we bust in some people from out of town, all over the country to be the directors and producers and all this stuff. And I was able to go into the truck on Saturday to see how um, how it worked. Yeah. And uh, the director, I was where the director was, <clears throat> And with, you know, just like you would think, there's a huge panel in front of him and in front of his assistants on the left and the right, and one behind him. Everybody has a panel and a job to do. And there's about 16 to 20, maybe even more, monitors. And he's directing everything. He said, it's like he's, if you've ever done any video editing, it's like he is vi- he's editing mm-hmm. live. He's got somebody on his left telling him what's coming up as far as a song or a riff. Uh, a guitar player is about to do a, 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 a solo. 
um, number three, camera number three is about to do a solo, that kind of thing. Right. So he keeps that in mind. The guy on the right is is doing editing the camera views and things that, that he's calling for. And the director is also calling, uh, communicating with the people on the field. And he's not only calling for like the drone shot, mm-hmm. uh, he's calling for things that he might use three steps ahead. So he's calling for three things over here to camera A, uh, go in tight, camera B, do this, drone shot, get prepared to come over. He's thinking about, he's calling those things because he knows because of the person on his left that just prompted him what's coming up, he knows that something's coming up that he might be might want to use. Right. Doesn't necessarily use it, but he wants to see, he wants them to be available. Right. So he's thinking about all of this stuff in his head while implementing what's happening right now yeah uh with the cameras that are actually showing the live feed and i sat there and watched that this whole project or this whole process for about an hour and i could have stayed for another two yeah it was fascinating that sounds intense it was very intense but he was very calm Mm -hmm. and and and, uh it was it was like he was he was an orchestra leader right you know he actually had his he was doing his hands up like you know, like he was praising sometime, <laughs> but he was really pointing right. to the cameras and the you know his hand gestures. That's another way he was communicating. He had hand gestures for people, so he's verbally communicating <laughs> and he's doing <laughs> hand gestures for people. He's that's like a lot of bandwidth. Man, that's a lot. That's a good way of putting it. He had a lot of bandwidth going there, and he was the young guy. I'm so sorry, I don't remember his name, but um, it was. It was amazing to see. It really was. It was. It was good. I got some good, good video and some some pictures of it. That um, I don't know if we're going to use them or not. But I certainly will personally. I'll, I'll use them. I don't know if the church will, but uh, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, that was just the practice. And then Sunday came up with the. Oh, that the, was just the practice. That was the practice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was allowed in the truck. I wouldn't have been uh, allowed in the truck um, on on Sunday morning. Right. Um, so. Uh, Sunday morning came. Is that like the, the the most holy place? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, Sunday morning came in my interesting. Um, as a photographer, I'm a pretty new photographer, so I was part of the team, and they, uh, the head, the head photographer, gave me a job to do. My job was not to do go over here and take pictures. Go over here. My job was to stay in this area and take pictures of these things. This is what I what we want you to do. I thought, well, that's awesome, man. I got, you know, got some good direction Yeah. and I'll go take those pictures harder than you think. <laughs> it's much harder than you think to get people smiling, walking into an event until I got a little more, I got a little more accustomed to being where I was and realized where are people smiling? When they first come in, they're smiling. They're not yeah. smiling whenever they're looking for a seat. Right. Think about your own self, right? Yeah. You're not smiling whenever you look. you got a frown on your face when you're looking for a seat. Right. First come up the stairs and you see the pastor, that's when you're smiling. So that's where I went. Okay. And started getting some a lot better pictures. And I realized. So people, there's like a psychology element to this. There is. These are the things that you don't know unless you're doing it. You know what right. I mean? And don't then, stand at the, st- at the top of the stairs. You know? Top of the stairs, have a zoom lens so you're not in people's faces. And better than that, people are always smiling when they see the pastor. Right. So what did I get? I got right behind the pastor. Yeah. And they were, I got not hundreds, but probably 50 
50 pictures of people reaching out their hands, smiling, and I got the back of the pastor's head, and people coming, smiling, shake his hand. And I went to the left, did the same thing, went to the right, did the same thing, got some fabulous pictures that way. Okay. And I would have never... I didn't think about that going That's into it. That's good, at least, though, that people are smiling when they see our pastor. They, <laughs> it is good. <laughs> They're not pointing and, you right. know, cursing him or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but he, that dude, man, when if you follow him around, he says hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. He says hi to... Pastor Godfrey says hi to everybody. Yep. And it I've doesn't, witnessed this. It doesn't matter the response. It doesn't deter him. Because not everybody is, you know, wants to meet. Well, you know, it's before dawn. People are tired. It's true. You know? It's not much past <laughs> just, five o'clock. They just tried to find their seat in a crowded stadium. <laughs> I can imagine there's going to be a few of them that are right. still, you know, haven't had their morning coffee yet. And they, I mean, they may not even know who he is. Right. Although you look at Pastor Godfrey, you pretty much know he's a pastor. You know what I mean? He just, he, he look, and I mean that in the best way. He's a, he, he looks the part. Um, but there, there was one time uh, before the service started, the sun was, well, the sun wasn't coming out yet. Um, it's hard to tell when you're up top uh, on the bleachers looking down on this, where the um, music is going to be played, how you can get to the field, right? Mm-hmm. There's only a couple of places you can go to get to the field. So I, 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 I was, instead of telling him or prompting him to take, take a left and I just walked in front of him so he could follow me and then get to the field. It was about a 20 minute trip because he shook everybody's hand up and down the aisles. And this was, everybody was in their seats already for the most part. And he was just shaking, shaking, smiling, you know, touching babies and everything else in their heads. And, (laughs) you know, he was doing all the stuff. And, And I was talking to somebody about this afterwards you can't fake that. Right. You, you just can't fake that. You might be able to pull it off once or twice every now and then, but that has got to be who you are. Yeah. Or you're just going to be exhausted your entire life. Right. You know, that you said you've seen it. That is what, that is who he is. That's what he does. Yeah. You know, on Sunday oh, yeah. mornings. I, I, I watch, you know, because I usually sit up in the balcony mm-hmm. um, and I watch him on Sunday mornings just out of curiosity as, as he's like coming in the auditorium because, you know, he, he's not there when church starts because mm-hmm. he's still like out in the main like lobby area talking to people, shaking yep. hands, you mm-hmm. know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's always interesting watching him come in. Um, you know, because he's just doing the same thing, like yep. worship service going on. He's got his coffee. He's coming in. And he's like, uh, you know, part of the time he's like singing along with the songs. But then he happens to walk by someone. He stops what he's doing, shakes their hand, talks to them, says hi. You know, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like you said, you know, it, it has to be who you are. And, yep. and definitely a people person. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you imagine how exhausting that is if, if that's not who you are. You know oh, what I, I know. mean? Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Not not sustainable. For, for someone who enjoys uh, being in a quiet environment, mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. it would absolutely just exhaust me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know we all have our different personalities right. and yep. our different things. You know, mm-hmm. um, sure. it would probably exhaust him to sit in front of a computer yeah. and do do uh, intense math all day. That's long, right. Yep. You know, <laughs> sure would. That's but, right. Yeah. You know, that's just who we are. That is where God made us all different and, you know, we're all part of the body and, uh, it's, it is, it's, it's, I'm grateful for that. You know, I, I wouldn't, being a photographer is perfect for me because I like being involved, but kind of on the fray, 
You know what I mean? Just kind of, right. I like being there uh, and certainly capturing stuff that's happening. That's, that's yeah. just, it's just where I am right now. It just is, is uh, something I'm very thankful for. Yep. You know, I've uh, witnessed that too. Yeah. <laughs> for me or for you? For you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be up in front on, on Wednesday nights, uh, doing the Bible study and gun club. And I look over and you got your camera. It's like pointed straight at me or some random person. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, man, last night somebody was falling asleep in class. Right. Listen, it's six thirty. Oh yeah. It's seven o'clock. You know what I mean? Bible study starts at seven. Yep. You know, most of the time it's, it was a little warm in there. I'm not blaming this person for fall. I am not, but he, it, this person was struggling. Yep. I know who you're talking about. You know about, what I'm talking yeah. about? It was, <laughs> it, it's always funny. Yeah. You know, Cause I, I've taught Sunday school for years mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and especially like Sunday mornings, it's always hilarious looking out over, uh, you know, over a large group of people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you can tell, like, who was up late, yeah. you know, who, <laughs> who was, right. haven't had their coffee yet, you know. Wow. <laughs> Who's got kids that are acting yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. It's good that you <laughs> don't take it personally. Text from the nursery. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was trying to get a video of this guy. <laughs> so I had, my, I had my phone out. I hope nobody's is going to be listening to this. I know. They're all going to know. I, like I said, I didn't know if I should say it or not. But it, 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 if, if this dude is listening, it's we're not making fun. It's don't blame you. You know what I mean? We've all been there. We've all been. He probably worked all day. I'm just thankful that everybody comes. You know what I mean? And right. and I I we have been. I remember being in a. a a college class sitting right up front, dude. I could not keep my eyes. I could not keep my eyes open. It's just one of those. Yep. And the and the um, instructor asked me afterwards, says, "Why are you even? Why are you even in this class?" <laughs> and it was a time where I was I was working at YMCA, thirteen hours, da 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 da, da whatever. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter. Right. I was still falling asleep. So anyway, know how it feels, and I just thought it was <laughs> funny. I was actually gonna capture it and show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Capture, keeping it on the edge of their seats, Josh. <laughs> well, anyway, no I saw it. <laughs> oh, saw it. That's what I was taking pictures of yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't get any, so because he 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 woke up, I guess. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Easter was really good, and um, uh, we have some other stuff coming up, Josh. She? Yes. <sighs> this is your favorite event coming up right here. Oh yeah, the E Women Conference. Yep. <laughs> we've talked a lot about it yeah saturday april 23rd there's a you know a women's conference here that's called e-women um which we did we figure out what the e stands for look at that um we did excellence or e-woman yeah excellent woman yes i excellent. think that's what it okay. is e-woman yeah. and and i see that the, um i think wasn't this pursuing it says pursuing an unfailing god mm-hmm and I believe pursuing has been changed because we couldn't read what that said for a while, I think. But anyway, it's pursuing an unfailing God. Right. Uh, we're looking at the website, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, MarcusPoint.org. There's a calendar on there that shows uh, upcoming special events. There you go. In PensacolaChurch.org. Um, Is that what I said? Pensacola Church? Uh, Did I say Pensacola Church? Marcus, MarcusPoint.org. Oh, sorry. Pensacola. Sorry, you can tell where my brain is. Uh, PensacolaChurch.org. Um, Why it's not MarcusPoint.org? Maybe because there used to be a golf course. Maybe so. Uh, yep. 
in the vicinity called Marcus Point. Yeah, I think uh, it's I think it's still here. I believe. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't know. know. You and I are big golfers, man. We should know that. Last time I golfed, which was like once, I think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I almost uh, dinged someone with my golf ball who was standing because he wasn't even. In his, you know, in his defense, he wasn't anywhere near where the ball was supposed to go. <laughs> but that's just how horrible of a golfer I am. First time I had ever golfed. Last time I had ever golfed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, I finally, after whiffing about five times, finally hit the hit the ball, and it made a hard right turn and went right at him. If I hadn't, if I hadn't yelled, and he hadn't moved it last second, it would have it would have dinged him right in the uh, right in the face. Mm. So. I try to stay away from golfing. It's probably you don't want to get arrested. At and this it was point at the Marcus life. Point. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, it was like fifteen years ago, maybe something like that. I wish I'd have been there. <laughs> uh, Matthew West is going to be at that uh, that event. Yes, he's and, a- yeah, and he's also going to be uh, putting on a concert here on the Pensacola campus, uh, April twenty eighth as well. Excellent, excellent. Last. I think our last podcast we had a guest, Deborah, Deborah Daly. Yes, and she was actually. She's the reigning mother of the year. Yes. And that's something that I didn't that we did not bring up uh with her. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll have her on again in the future, I'm sure. I hope so. Yes, yes, but, yes. Uh, but yeah, every, every year our, our church uh sort of does this competition um and, and you can, you know, nominate people, vote for people, whatever. Uh we do a mother of the year and a father of the year. And so that's coming up too uh Sunday May 8th, but I think it's been expanded this time not to just uh uh, people oh, who are members of the church, but a community mother of the year. How about that? Yeah. That so, is something that we've never done before. All so campuses. In theory, if another church also does their own mother of the year, mm-hmm. that mother could potentially win twice. I'm wondering <laughs> what community mother of the year really means. We're going to find right. out what yeah, that means. Yeah, we're going to find out. And, and see. Rules and uh, restrictions may apply. Supplies and limits. <laughs> That's right. Void work prohibited. <laughs> uh, it said uh, on the bottom, it says all campuses. So I'm wondering if it means all campuses. I, I don't know. We'll find out. But Oh, maybe it's not like community as in anyone right. in the area, but right. it may be across all Marcus Point campuses. That would make more sense. That would make more sense, yeah. Not We're not saying that is what it is, but. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. This is your announcement. There you go. <laughs> and our next big event is the Barn Party, May 14th at 10.30 a.m. for the Prime Timers. Those people do a lot of stuff. Yes. I think the Prime Timers have an event every single time we do this. And you know what? <clears throat> all their events don't make the, the church uh, website. Right. They have the, the smaller kind of in-house events they have. It might be mentioned, but it's it's not highlighted a lot, a lot of times right. uh, uh, or sometimes. So they do, they do um, Pastor Butch does a great job with the prime timers over age, is it 55, I think? Yeah, 55. I believe so. They always have times and it's always prime. Yep, that's right. They're pretty good. And um, uh, got a couple of things with the Marcus Point kids coming up and um, – uh, one thing, May 21st, Youth Surf Camp for MP Kids down at Pensacola Beach, 9 a.m. on May 21st. Um, but, yeah, I mean, tons of stuff coming yep, up. I mean, our, yep. our calendar, I think, goes all the way to, like, I don't know, July 2027, 20, something yep, like that. 22nd. <laughs> July, July 22nd with MP Kids. Uh, July 22nd, okay. Camp, um, kids Camp. But, yeah, if you want to find out more about these, uh, PensacolaChurch.org. There you go. Uh, like what I said previously for the website. But PensacolaChurch.org. The .org is important because if you said .com, it will be a different church. There you uh, go. Here in Pensacola. But PensacolaChurch.org uh, events. 
Uh, and there's just a ton of other stuff on the website, too, that has to do with the church. Uh, different groups you can connect with, um, links to downloading an app that you can have on your phone. There you go. Um, there's also links to our uh, media, like sermons, uh, different worship music stuff. Good website. Robbie does a good job with that. Yep. Sure does. And, and you're mentioning classes. And listen, Wednesday nights is, you know, last night, today's Thursday. Wednesday nights is, is a very popular time to come to church. There's every. It, it's a busy place on Wednesdays. Man, is it? Yeah. All day it is. And pretty much every room, we've got, I've got a piece of paper in front of me that that's talk, that um, describes all the classes just on this campus goes from A101 to D114. And um, and at our coffee shop, the, the runners, uh, point runners meet at the coffee shop. What I'm saying is that every room in this church, and it's not a small church, is right. taken by a class from an entrepreneurial club with Jeff Powell, Pure Friendship Ministries with Death Street LeBron. And even more so, uh, like e- even... Uh, there, there's so many groups that it overflows into like the school. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because I remember when I when I taught a class uh, on, on apologetics here, um, I wasn't even in the building. <laughs> right. It was like in, in some. Se- I didn't even know where the class was. I mean, nobody else I, did either. Yeah, by no, the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a struggle because nobody yeah. knew where the, where the class was. But that's just yep. you know how, how many how many things were going on. But I mean, yep. there's groups yep. for. Anything, I mean, uh, like you said, there's there's a running group. Yep. They, they do a Bible study and then they run, yeah, or vice sure versa. Do. I don't know if they run in Bibles. For it, it's it's a totally foreign concept to a person <laughs> like me who doesn't like to run, <laughs> right? <laughs> but there's like sewing classes. My daughter's in an art class where they uh, mm-hmm. do art stuff and, and Bible study at the same time. It's yep. all revolved around uh, you know growing your relationship with Christ through That's Bible right. study. But mm-hmm. uh, there's different groups that meet around various interests like us, yep. the gun club the right? gun club right yeah god and guns i mean you can't get get more than that so cool it says s-e-w-c-o-o-l with yeah so nancy class. brumfield yeah uh in the same hallway by the way as the gun club yes you know and and all of them are talking about christ and the hobby that we're talking mm-hmm. about here with gun club and you, josh and i know more about that than anything we do half hour gun half hour god yes you know and um the other classes although you've taken the sewing you haven't <laughs> no you haven't taken the sewing one i don't know how they incorporate a bible right. study in that but i'm sure it's something similar right you know yeah I, I know the art class for instance uh they'll like pick a verse out and they'll do some like artistic thing with that verse there you go um, you know mm-hmm. they'll do a whole devotional around the ideas behind that verse. And there you go. There you and that's go. kind of like their week project too. I love that. Don't you? Yes. I love it's that. It's very cool. I love Wednesdays here. It is so, it's such a, it's a great time, Josh. We've talked about this before. It's a great time to have somebody that's not, um, that hasn't been to church in a while mm-hmm. or that maybe has had a bad experience with a Christian or, or just for whatever reason, just doesn't want to come on Sunday morning. Right. Wednesday at Marcus Point Baptist Church is a is a great time to invite somebody to come and, and just kind of go to a class, right? You know what I mean, uh, and and see um, see how they like it. You know, many times people, how many times have you and I heard? I'm here because of the gun club. I've heard there was a gun club, and I wanted to come to the gun club, so yeah. I came to the gun club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. And and we've heard like, oh wow, this is. Uh, 
I wasn't expecting a Bible study in a gun club. Right. That's right. <laughs> but we talked about you know the history of modern warfare, and then we transitioned over to a Bible study. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> about <right>. spiritual warfare. <laughs> I mean, what a great transition, man! Right. You know, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, you and you and Chris are doing a great job of of, of teaching um, the the. Uh, the gun club you just wrote another uh, outline for the next um however long and we're going to go through what it, describe that to us real quick uh the the series we're doing now is more like a uh a history series there you go. right mm-hmm. uh and and it sort of branched off because we we just finished a whole series on archery as the right. you know the fundamentals of firearms uh, or sort of like something leading up to firearms and, and that kind of got us thinking well we should there's a whole lot more history uh to that so in our in our ongoing study of just everything gun related uh, we thought you know what let's just go back start at the beginning and uh talk about how uh you know i guess as people began fighting with each other or people d- d- uh figured out better ways of hunting or whatever mm-hmm. just how it went from rocks to yeah. you know nine millimeters yeah nine millimeters and <laughs> and uh, so that's that's kind of what we started last week and the 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 plan of attack is still uh you know something that's in motion right. we're still trying to plan it all out but um yeah a lot of fun what a great combination too you and um, chris chris can chris knows their uh, history of guns and weapons and everything else he can pretty much um uh, make his way through yep. uh, through that without much of a curriculum, I would imagine. But well, uh, it was funny because last night, you know, as as crazy busy as everybody has been, um, part of the uh, of the gun component of it last night uh, was kind of done on the fly. Um, he had a the outline that I, I had sent him last week, right. and uh, you know, he was coming straight from work. He's been there all day. I was pretty much coming straight from work. Mm-hmm. I had my you know lesson notes that I had started early in the week and uh and he just kind of like well off the top of my head here here's what we're doing you know (laughs) it's true we talked about maces and flails (laughs) I was there it's true it's true he's pretty good both of y'all are pretty good at that but um so the Bible study, uh, transitioned into Bible study last night, and um, talk to us about that, Josh. What did you teach us last night? Or so, since we're starting a new series in guns, it's uh, you know the prime time to uh, well, not to be confused with prime timers, but right. it's a mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an opportune time. Uh, we'll say that <laughs> to start a, a new series uh, in the Bible study as well. And so, um, in our last series, we talked about the feasts of Israel. Right. And uh, how that culminated in what we call Easter celebration. And it, it was all about pointing to who Christ is, what he did for us, you know, all that. And it, it really kind of seamlessly uh, transitioned into a study of the book of Hebrews. Uh, I mean, because that's pretty much what. The, the central theme of Hebrews is presenting Christ from the perspective of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. uh, showing how Christ is superior to Moses. Christ is superior yeah. to yeah. Uh, the priesthood in Leviticus. Christ is superior all that stuff because you know one of the big questions that uh, sort of has to be answered at some point in time was, 
you know, with the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, the temple was a key component in the religious observances of, of Judaism. And if the temple gets destroyed, well, then where does that component go? Right. And that was one of the uh, things that the author of Hebrews points out is that Christ is superior to the tabernacle, mm. to the temple. Mm. And um, uh, specifically with respect to our salvation and our inheritance as believers. All that stuff. So, I mean, the book is mind-blowing. It, Hebrews it, it, is. If, if you haven't read Hebrews, I, I prompt you to, to do it. Because yes. it is, mm. my, I, if there is a, what is the word, um, underappreciated book, maybe it's Hebrew, you know what I mean? I oh, yeah. It, it's... It, and I kind of pointed this out last night. It's kind of like the Leviticus of the New Testament. Okay, now, Leviticus yeah. is one of those books that if all you're doing is reading through it because it's on your, you know, read a, read the Bible through in a year mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of schedule, right. mm-hmm. um, a lot of people just get bogged down because there's just a lot of, it just seems like minutia and detail yeah. in Leviticus that kind of bogs people down. But if you actually look at it and what it means and what it represents, especially with respect to Christ, uh, it's a profound book. And Hebrews is, is exactly the same. Uh, it, it's just one of those books that, I mean, there's, there's when, especially when you compare it to Romans, because Romans and Hebrews, they're kind of like companion books. Yeah, they're both I would say that, yeah. like really intense theological treatises in the mm. New Testament. And mm. they both present Christ, uh, but from two different perspectives. Yeah. Because uh, Romans was presenting Christ to a Christian who's a non-Jew, and Hebrews was presenting Christ to a Christian who was a Jew. Oh, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? same subject mm-hmm. matter, two different perspectives. There you go. Um, but man, 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 just mind-blowing. Yep. And so that's what mm. we're starting, is a Bible study on the book of Hebrews. Yeah, whenever you were talking, it, it, it reminded me, like like you said, if you're reading Leviticus or something uh, as a part of your Bible in a year, you know, that one reading that you read that day might not mean much to you. Right. I'm, I, and I'm guilty of this also, of reading parts of the Bible and thinking that, reading it like a devotional, right. instead of looking at it as a whole, you know, reading one page or one book as a devotional. It's not, you know, that would have value for sure. Right. But there's going to be days where nothing, it's just not making well, sense. What, one of the, uh, and I have nothing against, you know, the, the reading a Bible through in a year schedule thing, but one of the things that uh, we often sort of, or uh, kind of gets buried in our subconscious is the separations between verses and chapters. Right, and, that's right. You know, oftentimes, more often than not in the Bible, uh, uh, an idea that's being explained or discussed or dealt with in some way uh, goes beyond one chapter. Right. So if, if, if your goal is to read, you know, three chapters of Leviticus today, those three chapters might be part of a 17-chapter idea mm-hmm. that that's dealt with in that large group. And, uh, you know, the, the chapter designations and the verse designations, those don't actually exist in Scripture. We kind of put them in there to right. make uh, Scripture more, more easily navigable and mm-hmm. all that. So, uh, but... We also use that as sort of a, a scheduling tool. Right. Like, I'm going to read this part of, of Scripture today. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, when it comes to the larger ideas in Scripture, it has to be taken as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Hebrews reiterates that. Right. Because what the author of Hebrews does is he goes back to the Old Testament and says, remember this 
block of scripture Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, and and what that dealt with. Here's what that meant with respect to Christ and and just blew the minds of the people who who were reading it. So valuable. Yes. Don't get us wrong. uh, God can use anything. God can use whatever you read in the Bible. He can use a person who who doesn't read the Bible to to show himself. There's something there for any level of depth of reading. Right, right. Even if it's a verse a day. That's right. That's right. I think what we're saying is that it's it's as deep as you want it to be. Right. Right? I mean, you, Josh, you're probably the person that I've met that has that is that's that's a student of the Bible the most. You you are a student of the Bible. You study it and you're able to look at, you know, page one hundred and then go, Oh yeah, that relates to page two or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's that it's because I'm used to reading the building code. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. But it, it can be it, it, it can be a devotional, you right. know, devotionals can be made well, out. Well, you know, it, it, one, one of the best ways I've heard it described was actually by another engineer. Um, but, but you'll like this cause it has to do with photography. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you have a picture and you cut it in half, you lose half of the, uh, right. half of the photo, mm-hmm. uh, with scripture. Um, you can, it, it doesn't necessarily work like photographic film. It more works like hol- holographic film. Hmm. If you have a, a piece of holographic film, you cut it in half, you still have the complete image. You just lose a little bit of the resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. that's kind of how scripture is. You know, you can, uh, there, there's still a complete message there, even yeah. if it's taken in part. Uh, you just lose some of the resolution. Right. But, but what Hebrews does is it, you know, brings that holographic film back together and oh. brings more of more of scripture into focus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> so Hebrews might be, am I right in thinking that Hebrews is a good book for somebody who, not necessarily a new believer, but a, a maturing believer to, to um, really sink their teeth into some meat? Yeah, I mean, there, there's stuff in Hebrews for anybody, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, if, if you're really wanting to dig deep. You can um, do that there. Yeah, mm-hmm. reading through Hebrews, not not reading through Hebrews with the goal of just reading through it, but right. like, and, and I always you know compare it this way. There's there's the type of Bible study where you know, like I said, you're you're just reading through the Bible the year. That's great, yep. You've done that, sure, mm-hmm. you know. But um, what I always recommend is once you get done doing like read through in a year and you get kind of the broad uh, picture of right. scripture, start over again. Don't read it through the year, but just read until something hits you. And then right. stop there and just study what that is. Mm-hmm. And then once you've studied that to your satisfaction, start where you left off, keep reading until something hits you, and then stop and start studying that idea. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it might, I, I remember uh, coming to that conclusion, you know, as a teenager, like I was 15 or so. And, uh, you know, as a result, I, I remember sitting in a sermon, uh, in a service once, and the, and the preacher was, uh, sort of exhorting us or, or bringing to our attention like that some people believe what they believe because that's what they've always been taught and other people's believe what the other people believe what they believe because that's what they have read from scripture and so i wanted to be one of those people that continuously audits my belief to make sure what i believe i can support it by scripture mm-hmm. and so i had already you know read through the bible uh, uh you know up to that point but I decided, okay, I'm going to start over again, but I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to okay. read until something catches my, my interest mm-hmm. and then study it. When I'm done, mm-hmm. I'll start again until something catches my interest. And, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. still doing that. 
That sounds like a very liberating way of, of reading the Bible. It uh, kind of takes the scheduling component right, out of it. It right. just says, Holy Spirit, I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the schedule you want me to, yeah. and I'm going to take the trip through the Bible that you, you plan for me. I, I'm wondering if... I love that idea, but I bet some people would lose lose their way after a while. Oh, you yeah. know, the scheduling, I think some people uh, mm-hmm. depend on that scheduling, and they, they work better through a schedule. Um, so I, what I would say is do exactly what Josh is saying. But if you if you get lost, go back into a schedule just to yeah. get, just to be persistent, right? right? Once a day, whatever, do it. Uh, study if you can the same time, the same place every day. Make that a habit, mm-hmm. right? Whatever you're doing during that time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've I used to come in here early, 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 and it's just so quiet. And there were times, Josh, I sat in this chair, I closed my eyes, and I, you know what I did? I listened. Mm-hmm. Those times were the times where I could open my eyes and write on this keyboard, pour out everything that I felt like he was saying to me. Yes. And there's times where even today I'll go back to those journals and I had forgotten that he said that. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a, it, it, Journaling that kind of thing mm-hmm. to me is very, very valuable. Yes. You know, and there's times where I came in here and I stayed with a schedule. Mm-hmm. So it just depended, but the consistency was the time and the place. Right. Whatever that, whatever you do with that time and place yeah. may vary. Yeah. And, you know, the people like me whose schedule is in a constant state of flux right. and chaos, mm-hmm. um, sometimes that, you know, the, the consistency is the thing I struggle with. But uh, it, it's amazing that the time in which we live and the resources that are available to us, um, I do spend a lot of time driving. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm driving, I'm listening to music sometimes yeah. when i'm driving i'll listen to uh, an audio book sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I'll listen to uh, a series of lectures on some topic in the bible or yeah. i'll listen to uh, a sermon uh, from you know any number of preachers i like listening to but mm-hmm. there's always an opportunity whether it's sitting down with an open bible reading through scripture or uh, listening to a podcast where they talk about ideas from right. scripture or, mm-hmm. or you know, any number of things. Right. Uh, there's ways to get into scripture that go beyond just the Sunday morning service. Absolutely. We've said it, we've said it before, as much as we love Sunday morning services, it really should be a supplement to what you're doing. Yes. A su- a Sunday morning service, like one of the most useful things about the Sunday morning service is that uh, you can really use it as a launching pad mm-hmm. to your Bible study the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Sunday morning services, there's a time constraint. There's, you know, it, it, it by its nature, it, it doesn't go too, too deep into scripture because you have, that's when all your guests come and, right. you know, you're, you're trying to, um, there, there's an element of where you're trying to keep it a little bit less mm-hmm. uh, intense because you want, uh, because of the audience who's involved, right. but there's scriptures that are referenced. There's ideas that are uh, brought into memory. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I've I've based entire Bible studies uh, in Gun Club mm-hmm. based on the sermon series right. that was going on Sunday morning. Right. And it's you know if, if any other any other tool. I think that one's probably the easiest to mm-hmm. use that Sunday morning service and just 
throughout the week. We have the notes from it because yeah. they're given to us on the Marcus Point app. That's by the right. Way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we have all of this, all those scriptures that are throughout the week. Just take those verses yeah, and right. just read the context of them. There you go. It brings so much more depth to the Sunday morning service. Um, yeah, and, and really provides that, that launching pad into a more in-depth Bible study. It does. It's all there. We have yeah. the, it's just making the, making the time. And like you said, you know, cruising down the road, you're listening, you're getting fed, you know yeah. what I mean? And thinking about how you're going to pass this on yep. um, to, to other people. Um, I, I guarantee you, people that come to gun club, there are times uh, where that's maybe the biggest amount of God that they're going to get that right. week. Yeah. yeah. And and there's also, you know, we talk about the Marcus Point app. I, f- I forget what this, this app is because it just recently changed, but um, we also have access to an app that's just like an app of access to Bible study. Is it, um, I think it used to be called Right Now Media, but it's... it's I think it still is Right Now right Media, now isn't Media? it? Yeah. I believe it is, Josh. Like here again, you know, if... if you know, Sunday morning service, he's preaching from, you know, Ephesians 2 or something. On that app, there's a whole Bible study series. Yeah, right now, media, there's a whole Bible study series about Ephesians. Yeah. Perfect to go along with that. Yeah. And it's just something you can just stream or listen to or, you know. Right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah and just videos and some audio. There's yeah. all kinds of sources that we can, yep. you can, you can study. And as a... Uh, uh, participant in, in Marcus Point Baptist Church, you have access. I think unlimited access to all the content on right, right now media. Sure do, sure do. And it's, it's a great resource. Yes, it is excellent resource. Josh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yes, and uh, it was fun to do this again. It, it's it's been too long. Fun. Yep, it has. We've got forty. We're in forty-five minutes right now, so we should should uh, wrap up. But we appreciate everybody listening. Um, go to Marcus Point uh, YouTube channel, Facebook page, website, all that stuff. Um, I'll have the links in the notes section of this podcast. Thanks, everybody. See you soon.